What's going on internet, analytic here aka dreams and I would like to welcome you to mine, which I call the Notorious Mass Effect Podcast. I'm your hip hop slash gaming news source with a little bit of R&B mixed in. For episode 31 we're going to be getting into the top video games of 2020, the top mobile games of 2020, the top VR games of 2020, and the most successful game of 2020. So basically this is my... If you couldn't tell by all the segments, this is my gaming 2020 year end wrap up. So because I did my hip hop slash R&B, it was only right that I ended, well not ended the year because it's already a new year, but put out my own gaming 2020 year end wrap up. But before that, make sure to click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also make sure to share this podcast and rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts to help the show grow and reach more people so we can grow together and affect the masses. Now that I've got gotten through my intro, now we're going to switch it up and get into the top video games of 2020. Okay, getting into the top video games of 2020. This was a list that I wasn't expecting to have too many nominees for because with 2020 there was a lot of games that came out underdeveloped or uh, not unoptimized which means the developers i mean they work obviously they work on the game like night in and night out which is why it's a big thing in the gaming industry with developers being pushed too hard and what's what referred to as time crunch so for a lot of games in 2020 they didn't come out fully optimized and that hurt the experience for not only me but a lot of players or gamers in the industry. But some of the games that were really optimized, or not even optimized, just games that was the most well-rounded is on this list, my uh, on this top video games of 2020 list, because not only was it a good game for the most part, even if, even if like most of the game was buggy, it was still enough in enjoyment. I didn't hit my pop filter. It it was still enough enjoyment that you could get through the game without being like this is a chore or a task. Like you enjoyed playing the game. So a lot of video games on this list just embody that enjoyment and taking you out of reality and putting you into something that you want to keep putting hours upon hours into. So the first game I have on this list uh, is, of course, Last of Us Part 2, the game that won the best game of the year for the Game Awards. And The Last of Us 2 was released in June 19th exclusively for the PlayStation 4. Now, I don't know if the Game Awards are doing this on purpose, but I and I don't know if the reviews or the critics are doing this on purpose, but for the PS4 to have two exclusives win Game of the Year back-to-back, because -back, I think last year it was like um, Sekiro, and I think that was ex exclusive for the PlayStation 4. For them to have back-to-back -back game of the years just has to hurt Microsoft in, in a way that makes even more sense why they would just totally switch up the rollout and go a completely separate direction than Sony with the um, the Game Pass. With the Game Pass, just trying to like 
outdo the competition by creating a whole new lane and i think that's what they're trying to do with the subscription model and having a bunch of games that you can just subscribe to instead of having the exclusive model like sony is now like notorious for especially with the last of us part two winning game of the year like i just mentioned along with uh Sekiro. so microsoft's gonna have to deal with that somehow anyways that was on that list um and next we have final fantasy 7 the remake which came out april 10th for the exclusively for the ps4 so this was like i thought this was gonna win game of the year um actually like i thought this had a high chance of winning game of the year because it wasn't only a remake but they remade the entire ending of the game kind of and if you like watch the game you'll understand what i'm talking about but for those who don't want spoilers, just know that this is not just a just a complete no type of innovation type of remake. Like they put a lot of effort into this and the way that they remade this um, to go along with the original is definitely commendable because like for most games, you you just try to like get the cash and then get out before um, Square Enix to even take the time out to, to create a whole new ending, which makes sense and to go into sequels and to make it more enticing for people to know that these are remakes, but we're still adding new stuff to make it enjoyable for a new time. Like uh, first time uh, Final Fantasy players, it's just it's just something that's uh, why it's on this list. So and of course, it's another PlayStation 4 exclusive. Oh, yeah. Moving on to Demon Souls, uh, this came out November 12th uh, on the PS5, and this game was just fully remade but for uh, the PS5, and they said that it was uh, really optimized, which means uh, the which means a lot in, in 2020 because a lot of games just uh, kind of came out came out unoptimized and, and not working, which is I'm, I'm glad to see a lot of games that did work on this list. Moving on, we had Animal Crossing New Horizons, and that's not surprising at all, as I knew when this game came out, a lot of people, I think this is the biggest game for females of 2020, like, just Animal Crossing in general, it's just one of those games that a lot of, like, like, women get excited for it, it's, because uh, I thought, for the most part, Animal Crossing was just, just had a huge fan base, but... I think the fan base is like mostly women, but it's like a huge fan base. So it's it's like they they pride it as the own like the the prized possession or something like that. Like Animal Crossing is, is definitely a a game that will start a, a social interaction if like a if a person knows you have one or have the game. So Animal Crossing definitely deserved to be on this list. Uh, platform of course, a Nintendo Switch exclusive, and came out on March twentieth. Then we have another PS4 exclusive and Ghost of Tsushima, which came out July 17th for the PS4 and the PS5. This game was amazing from what I could tell and just for it to not be a Sekiro clone 101, it is probably took a lot of uh, um, guts from, I think Sucker Punch made this? Yeah, took a lot of guts, guts from uh, Sucker Punch because the playstyle could have been like exactly like Sekiro and people wouldn't have complained too much because this game for the most part was slightly unoptimized but it ran good enough uh, that it just didn't crash on you like some other games we're gonna get to that in a second but so this game was a great uh, PS4 exclusive and not only 
did a standoff on his own. It um, earned the right of having a sequel, which I'm heard is in the talks of being made. Well, not in talks. It's in development, basically. Next, we have Doom Eternal. Now, this game was something that a lot of fans uh, and gamers uh, love to talk about because Doom Eternal kind of rejuvenated the franchise as this game came out for like every platform. Um, came out March 20th. And the shooting mechanics reminded them of the what they uh what they first found when they fell in love with doom like this shooting these type of shooting mechanics the upgraded for the new generation is just something that bethesda just um they, they just have that down to a t the, the the way that you just move across the, the battlefield and take out different enemies is definitely like a game of chess in the way that the mechanics are implemented it on the higher difficulties now if you're playing lower difficulties you won't get the full experience from what i'm being told but if you play on higher difficulties you really have to um use all the resources and mechanics that the developers give you to get across the battlefield and that's something that um doom doom eternal just knocks that right out of the park which is why they're on this list and this is a game for microsoft uh fans too so <coughs> they finally got one that uh they can actually play so <laughs> instead of not having any games so and then last but not least uh well there's actually two more here um okay so fall fall guys ultimate knockout was something that i kept hearing throughout the whole year but never really paid too much attention to for what reason I don't know maybe because of the look maybe because of the actual like gameplay but i just never like felt the need to look into what this game was about so this came out august 4th for the ps4 and pc um and they was just saying that this game was just pitting players against each other on environments causing mass battle royale type chaos additionally the art direction is just very unique as you can tell if you actually like um, look up the game you, you tell right off the back that this doesn't look like any other triple-a type game And they just said fall guys is just a perfect example of, of how much fun you can have with a video game uh, With your friends, so it's like a Nintendo style game in my opinion, but it's for the ps4 and PC So that's interesting to see Then we had um, Lastly on this list We had the call of duty black ops Cold war zombies a new beginning and a lot of people are enjoying this game and, and it's just one of those uh type of games that it's just like it's just call of duty like call of duty comes out for every platform um it came out november 13th and people just now appreciate call of duty type games more because when a 2020 full of games that are unoptimized call of duty still runs well and having games that you can come to year after year giving you new content and still feeling kind of uh that nostalgia of older games is just something that i i'm starting to understand why players always come back to call of duty because it's simple pick up and play and then this is not on the list but my honorable mention would probably be spider-man miles morales is because i played the game probably so i'm probably being biased in this pick but i think that the spider-man miles morales game is a really good game and should get some type of consideration as far as like top games of the year and it, and it was optimized of course i only crashed once on the um final mission when there was a lot going on on the screen i think the screen went like totally red and it just like sh it literally blue screen my ps4 so 
like I said, a lot of games this year came out unoptimized. So, but we give it a pass as the Spider-Man Miles Morales was a great um, extension of the Spider-Man Four, uh, Spider-Man PS4 universe. So the next Spider-Man PS4 game, the sequel to that game, is just gonna be amazing. So yeah, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the top video games of 2020? And what would you say is the best game of 2020? So yeah, now we're going to switch it up and get into the top mobile games of 2020. Okay, getting into the top mobile games of 2020. This list is something that I don't really... I don't really play mobile games a lot, but I do pay attention to the industry enough to know the best mobile games of 2020, if that makes sense. So I'm going to be going over the games that people who play multiple, if not like hundreds of mobile games, um, decided on. So starting off the mobile list, um, the mobile gaming list, we have A3 still alive. And now this is an open world RPG launched globally on November for iOS and Android. And it's a PVP. You can play solo or in a group. Um, like 100 players in dark mode called Dark Presence. And at launch, there was five classes available known as Professions, continuing the class-based battle royale genre. So this game is just becoming even more popular. And that's why it's on the top uh, mobile games of 2020 now getting into the next mobile game this is a game that a lot if not everybody has played at some point and that is the notorious among us so among us is was released in 2018 so it's not really much of a 2020 game but 2020 is the year it blew up so now it's uh considered one of the best games of 2020 if that makes sense just because of the mobile downloads for Among Us, which is out of out of this world, like the, the type of numbers that these games were putting, what this game was putting up with other creators, which is something that was, um, I think the last time we saw that was with Fortnite. Now, do I think this game will have the success as Fortnite? Um, I would say no, but that's like just not seeing really where Among Us can go because I feel like creators creators really. Um, carry this game the most so among us is only as good as the creators in my opinion which could be could, could be said for most other games well not most some other games but but among us that's like the only thing that's i think is keeping the game afloat which is why it's one of the best streaming game streaming games on twitch next we have castlevania uh symphony of the night this mobile game is our action rpg released in 1997 for the PlayStation and it's still going strong as it's still being played by many gamers to this day. Getting into the best uh, next best mobile game of, of 2020, we have Civilization 6 Mobile and I, I've always I think I've played one of these games once where you like start off with nothing and you start building stuff every now and then and then some of them take like days to make and you have to come back days on end to play it and I don't know, just not my type. I mean, that's a lot of time invested into those type of games, so, which is why I don't play mobile games too often. But for this game, um, a lot of players enjoy it, obviously, as it's on this list. And a lot of people who play mobile games say that this is uh, 
one of the hardest games to put down because you develop you develop your own city and you start to like care about it more and more and so this is just one of those games that is basically like having a, a like a significant other or something like time's gonna be spent a lot of time like building on that foundation and then the next mobile game is something i was hearing a lot of uh throughout 2020 and i heard it was really good and then when it came out people were saying it was great so the rollout for this game is uh was basically word of mouth because i did not see too many high press uh well too many press releases on this game but the game i'm talking about is genshin impact and this is maybe one of the best games well okay obviously one of the best mobile games of 2020 but a lot of people saying this is one of the best just games in general of 2020, which is surprising. Um, I only say surprising because, you know, mobile games don't usually get that type of love. So for Genshin Impact to get that, it makes it really a standout on this like entire mobile games list. And I think that it's well deserved. And I'm just glad it's actually getting a lot of accolades and, and um, acknowledgement. Then next we have... I'm trying to find where, where it said there. And then next we have the path the pathless. So it was published by Anna Perna Interactive and developed by Giant Squid, the studio that developed the ocean exploration game Abzu. So I have no idea what that is, but this game is on the top mobile games of 2020, and it's just because of the game you play as a hunter which is an archer on a quest to release the world from a curse of darkness and he travels through open worlds so this game is huge and in the various uh terrains like tundras and, and forests and then last but not least we have a puzzle game which is harry potter potter puzzles and spells and this is um I know a lot of people who play puzzle games like of any age like from older people to younger people they love playing puzzle games so i guess puzzle games on mobile are still not going anywhere as you're just finding new ways to repackage it and send it out for consumption so putting harry potter on top of a puzzle game probably helps a lot as um it definitely doesn't hurt the um the puzzle game to put one of the best franchises ever as your little uh um, marketing tool because at the end of the day it's just a puzzle game I mean it's not like you're playing this Harry Potter so yeah um, that's really all I have oh I didn't hit my mic and everything I don't know if y'all heard that um, that's really all I have for the uh, top mobile games of 2020 just because like there's not when you play mobile games there's not really too much you can do with mobile games. I mean, my honorary my honorary pick would be Call of Duty Mobile, and that would just be uh, because like, I mean, I think that came out last year, so I think that was, I don't know if that came out last year or early this year, but Call of Duty Mobile, in my opinion, is one of the best mobile games that I've seen in a while because it literally looks like the Xbox version of uh, the Xbox 360 version of Call of Duty, which is not like a knock. It's just something that you notice and you're just like wow we went from playing this on the tv having to have full consoles to be able to just download the app and play on the phone which pro tip um there's a way that you can actually play call of duty mobile with the controller 
if you just hold the uh the home button and the option button i believe it would just beep and then you can uh, bluetooth would, would connect to your phone and then you can play the call of duty mobile game so yeah there's a lot of different ways you can play mobile games and now is is uh becoming ways to play with controller so that may be the new wave of consumption for mobile games is just playing with it playing on mobile games with controllers so um i'll be interested to, to see that um let me know click my link tree in my bio let me know one of my social medias what do you which mobile game do you think uh impacted 2020 the most and which game was your favorite like which mobile game was your favorite so yeah now we're going to switch it up and get into the top vr vr games of 2020 Getting into the top VR games of 2020, this list is compiled of the games that was most suitable for VR type gamers. And obviously since it's called VR, but most people, well not most people, some people still don't know what that means. So VR is like virtual reality when you put on a headset. And usually the way they uh, determine what is a good VR game um, is usually something that wouldn't really work anywhere else like type of uh like it wouldn't work in a console or controller mouse and keyboard it will only work in the realm of vr so that's how they determine what's the best type of vr games um this includes like beat saber uh, iron man vr and other great games but we're going to get into the list of the best vr games of 2020 because not a lot of people really play VR games like that, but the ones who do, you'll be surprised what they have to say about it because some games actually will sneak up on you and, and take up a lot more of your time than you thought it would. So if you was looking to get into it or if you have been playing VR games, this list is still for both of uh, consumers, first time or long time consumers of VR games. So any of these games would be a great pickup and play option for your, uh, for VR. So coming in at number one, uh, which is was which was a lot of people uh, pick for for best VR game is the Microsoft Flight Simulator. Now, when this first was announced, people did not think that it was going to be as in detailed as it was. People thought that it was just going to be like something that uh, was too good to be true, because the thing that Microsoft was offering was a virtual reality type simulator with with flying. And people thought that was too good to be true but the game actually is runs amazing and is well opti uh, very optimized and and just a lot of great views in the game i mean it's a flight simulator so you will hope so but um you still don't take it for granted that the microsoft flight simulator delivers that type of immersion whenever flying across uh like wherever you go so they say that the reason why this game stands out above uh, above the other VR games is just because it takes you to a first-person viewpoint uh, from your helmet or a third person from the plane and you just get real-time according uh, real-time weather and dynamic which dynamically alters um, according to global weather and reports which is just insane so this is a great game for people who want to play uh, just looking to get into a type of game that will, will take you out of uh, reality and put you into something that you can actually really enjoy next up on this list is star wars squadrons uh for pc and vr so this is a dual uh 
platform game for VR and PC. A lot of people say that the VR game uh, works well, as is the reason for it being on this list. Um, they say you can take either small scale dog fights or in giant fleet battles where you can fly fly along capital ships, protecting and attacking them accordingly. Basically, if you ever play Star Wars uh, on console, like uh, one of the, the space battles and you hop in the X-Wing and, and chase people and try to knock off their enemy base, it's kind of the same premise with the uh, VR game. So it's not too much that's uh, innovative, but the fact that it's been tailored for vr gaming so uh they said it was a great rendition of it and it was just something that a lot of vr gamers definitely took uh pleasure in playing next we have another star wars game of course uh vader immortal a star wars vr series for the oculus quest and the psvr um a lot of people were saying that this game is just fun because of the lightsaber uh action the puzzles which i don't know how people think puzzles are fun but you know to each his own and just having to the ability of, of the force and just using your lightsaber uh saber throughout the whole game being in a first person vr setting next game that a lot of people uh picked out to that was one of the best vr games of 2020 which i'm surprised by this because whenever i talked about this game i don't think people really cared as much as um other vr games like the beat saber game like people love that but the iron man vr game which is what i'm talking about right now that came out for the ps uh, vr was a it wasn't like a it definitely had a lot of press like i saw this everywhere when the game dropped but as far as like critically being acclaimed and stuff like that, I don't think it got the, as much praise as I thought it should because I don't know, maybe it's my Marvel fan bias, but I just feel like it was a great game overall. Just watching the gameplay and just actually seeing how the VR handled with the Iron Man game. I mean, we've already seen what the Iron Man games look like in console format. So uh, this is a definitely a step up from that. Um, not really saying too much, but at least it is a step up from that. They said, they said the, the main reason why that game was so great was just because of the immersion and, and just actually being in the Iron Man suit, staring through the familiar uh, AI and HUD that you uh, used to seeing in the Avengers movies whenever they zoom in on uh, Tony Stark's face inside the helmet. It, they say that it, it literally gives you that feeling and you get to play as a Robert Downey Jr. like basically being in that suit. And then another game off the list, they had Half-Life uh, Elix uh, for Valve, Index, HTC Vive, Oculus Rift, Windows, and Windows Mixed Reality. This game was great just because it combining soldiers and other alien enemies uh, kind of give you like a puzzle type setting and a lot of VR controls to get around it. Valve is notorious for making these type of games. But with the VR, is no exception, as it's good enough to uh, be a standalone in the VR game library and also a non-VR game library. So uh, Valve took the time to optimize this for consoles as well as for VR gamers. A lot of the games on this list are, are something that you could pick up and literally everybody would have something good to say about it. So none of these games are... Uh, like bad like if you're on the fence about any of these games that i've talked about on this list just like don't be because like most of these games 
are very optimized for the VR setting. And if it wasn't, it definitely wouldn't be on this list. And as 2020 uh, has shown us, a lot of games have been trouble being optimized. Now, now that I said that, let's get into the next game on this list, which is No Man's Sky VR, which is surprisingly one of the most unoptimized games at launch. But it turned itself around, which uh, the Witcher 3 style, and turned into a whole experience that you can actually uh, enjoy now. So it's for the PSVR, Oculus Rift, and HTC Vive. No Man's Sky is basically based on uh, space exploration that can be enjoyed through a VR headset and you have new worlds to discover uh, and, and you're the personal owner of your ship being in a cockpit. The galaxy is very enormous for, from uh, reviews and they say that you'll never run out of things to do on the game. Now that doesn't mean that you'll never run out of fun things to do but you'll never run out of things to do so that's very, uh, that's very important to note. So No Man's Sky makes this list. And then uh, finishing it out is my personal favorite, definitely because it's the only VR game I've played, uh, is Beat Saber for the Oculus Grip, uh, Rift, PSVR, and HTC Vive. Uh, Beat Saber is something that just took the world by, I mean, that's kind of like the corny saying when people say took the world by storm, uh, storm but like it kind of did because Beat Saber was not meant to be as popular as it was, even though the premise is very simple. It has that Among Us type popularity because of the pick up and play type aspect of the game. And you don't have to spend hours upon hours mastering. Well, you do for certain difficulties. But for the most part, if you play on like easy or medium, uh, you can pick up this game and play. So the Beat Saber is basically like Guitar Hero VR. and you. But instead of having like buttons, you have a, a saber and you have to hit in a direction that the box is coming towards you. So if you haven't seen gameplay, it'd be kind of hard to describe. But for the most part, um, just picture like a saber and boxes coming at you, uh, Guitar Hero style, where you have to swipe up, left, down, and like all sorts of uh, directions. So that was the last game I wanted to uh, talk about on this list. Uh, click my link tree in my bio. Let me know on one of my social medias. What do you think of the games on this list and what is your favorite VR game of 2020? Let me know that in uh, one of my social medias and now we're going to switch it up and get into the most successful game of 2020. Okay, now that we finally made it to the last segment of the game, the gaming uh, 2020 wrap, year end wrap up. Now we're talking about the most successful game of 2020 and this is the highest like kind of award you could actually receive like not even a gaming award like game awards are based off of um, perception and just uh, opinion. This is based off of literal like literally all type of analytics and facts. So Among Us is one of the most successful games of 2020 gaining almost half a billion players in 2020. This game came out, I think, in 2018 and finally blew up somehow, I think because of the pandemic. But uh, according to Super Data, it amassed over a billion players in 2020 alone, giving it the title of the most popular game ever in terms of monthly players. So Among Us is the most successful game of 2020. 
The online multiplayer, of course, I've talked about it. If you look up Among Us and Mass Effect, I did a whole review over the game. So I'm not going to get into the mechanics too much. But as far as the game as a whole, the community really kept it alive as the creators for this game. Well, not the creators, but the influencers who played this game and the, and the influencers who uh, collabed that would, would have never collabed if this game didn't come out. Kind of carried this game into a territory of its own. And it was an impressive feat for any gaming studio, let alone a studio called Inner Sloth, who literally only had four employees. So I think that would technically make it an indie studio, which is crazy. Going up against AAA studios who have hundreds upon thousands of people working on their game, and to have a game blow up with only four employees, which I'm pretty sure they have more now. It's just something that you just have to give it up to the people who actually develop the game and just come together and to, to create these type of ideas because it, it lets you know that the cliche saying of anybody can make it, you really anybody really can make it if you put the right effort for it, you know? So uh, obviously Inner Sloth knew what they was doing because uh, Among Us, even though it's a slow burn at the beginning and a very slow burn, 2020 uh, finally gave them their re reward as it was the most su successful game of 2020 and the highest grossing mobile game of 2020. We're actually going to go into that a little bit, um, but it doesn't even I think it costs like five dollars. I don't even know if it costs. I haven't looked it up, but I, right here is saying it costs. So if uh, if it doesn't cost them, blame the article, not me. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure every like mobile game is free. But anyways. Maybe they're talking about the console version. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not too sure. Anyways, this game is the most watched game on Twitch of 2020, of course, beating out competitive, uh, like juggernauts, like Fortnite. Like imagine being Fortnite in popularity in a year that is only, well, I don't know how long Fortnite has been out, but Fortnite is definitely not falling off as far as numbers wise and monetization. So among us beat that game out uh top 10 games on twitch and among us just really just did numbers over the like the the the, the course of 2020 among us like jumped over a lot of games as far as growing in popularity now as far as where it peaked it peaked at number 10 in the top 10 most watched games from 2020 from uh twitch but it's still a great feat to be an indie studio and put the Put your game up there with like AAA studios and still compete numbers wise. And as far as trending, now trending is different because trending is like how fast you rose in 2020. It was obviously top five at number four. The thing that carried the, the that this game the most, in my opinion, is definitely the fan base. Um, I talked about it a lot of times throughout my Among Us takes. I think that the creators really carry this game and I think Among Us really needs to start collabing with certain creators that do numbers in a way to make them feel honored to keep them playing the game because I think if certain creators stop playing this game the numbers will go way down I mean you can say that with any game but especially with Among Us being so new so and the premise being based solely based around personality and how you play the game that I think that they need to um, try to incorporate more of the popular people influencers that played the game and start to incorporate them in a, in a smart way you know just don't try to force it but incorporate something 
and then there was another report saying Among Us was the most popular game on Google. And then there was another report saying that Among Us is the highest downloaded mobile game worldwide in November 2020. So just talking about the, the month that it really went like crazy it's, it's in terms of numbers. It really went up in November. And yeah, now it's over a billion players. So that's just Among Us just, is just... Among Us is just the, the most standout game of, of 2020. So, uh, like, there's really no other way to talk about Among Us and just to just admire the way that four people came together in Innisloth as an indie studio made this game in 2018. Kept, stayed with it. They could have ended this game at any point. Stayed with it until for two years, until 2020. And to be rewarded like this, it, it just shows you that as long as you're taking care of things that you actually believe in and like sticking to a routine that it eventually could play out for you you know sometimes and that's probably very encouraging for people who are developing their own games because i mean i wouldn't lie to you i mean being a developer i'm not a developer but being like someone that i'm close with some developer i'm close with like developers who develop games the way that they talk about how some of the AAA studios crunch, uh, time crunch their developers to make games is not a way that they want to go. So to see an indie studio um, win big awards in the game, like via the game awards or just compete with AAA titles that have thousands upon thousands of employees is something that's very inspiring and helps out the gaming industry as a whole because you really want to take away not take away but you don't want as much time crunching from employees who want to see their families and that's something that game developers face all the time who, who work for big AAA studios one of the biggest reasons people had problems with the in uh with the last of us part two winning game of the year was because of the studio literally pushing the employees past the little con well I don't know if it was past the contract probably not like they got obviously you'll get overtime but they pushed them past the deadline that they said they was going to work them pay them overtime but still you're working you're working people who would rather like go home see their families like literally the the reason why the ending got leaked in the whole if you look this up like this is like this is all like true um if you look this up ex employee leaks the game the the ending to the last of us 2 or like an i think he okay spoiler alert for those who haven't played the last of us 2 like fast forward like 10 to 20 seconds so you don't hear this but the ex employee showed the scene of joel joel getting getting killed which was going to be the biggest plot twist if they would have if he would have leaked it so it's just something that Pushing your employees past the brink of uh, insanity isn't the greatest of uh, isn't the greatest of solutions because at some point your employee is gonna get tired of you just telling them okay just one more month of of fixing buzz okay one more month okay I need two more months now like by that time you're in Christmas and they're like okay I need you to come in for Christmas and at that at that point you're just like man what is the deadline even for anymore you know. Which is something that the CD Project Red developers kind of face because um, the higher ups kind of wanted that game to come out because of sales and everything, you know, quarterly sales. And you try to tell investors that you're doing good so they'll come back and invest in you. So they just put the game out. And so that whole um, juggling of just developers and higher ups and just 
pleasing the fans. That whole thing is more complex than people think. It's not as simple as everybody just makes a game that they love and put it out to the public. So, yeah, that's all I had to really say about Among Us and just like my whole tangent about indie studios and AAA uh, studios. Yeah, so just going over the uh, over the rest of the pod, recapping recapping the gaming 2020 year end wrap up. Um, we started with the top video games of 2020, and then we went into the top mobile games of 2020. Third, we went into the top VR games of 2020. And then we ended with the most successful game of 2020 in Among Us. So. Yeah, that's about it for the episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Notorious Mass Effect podcast. And don't be afraid to send me a message letting me know what you think of the show and what you want me to talk about in the next episode. Click my link tree in my bio to access my social medias and follow to keep up with my latest activities. Also, make sure to share this podcast as this helps the show reach more people and rate this on uh, rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts so we can grow together and affect the masses. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Notorious Mass Effect.